Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. Tom Cooper is the director of the Hamilton Roundtable for Poverty Production and joins us on GMH. Tom, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rick. Uh, Let's start with your reaction to Friday's decision by hats. Yeah, certainly it was a very tough decision, but... Unfortunately, we didn't think it was a responsible thing to do to move forward. Uh, There were too many costs associated with that site for such a short period of time. You'll remember the city offered us the Strawn Linear Park location, but it was really only for a two-year pilot site. And uh, without washrooms already on site, we would have had to bring in a modular unit and make sure that was accessible for for all people, including those with disabilities, and uh, build a kitchen facility in there as well, and showers and laundry, and uh, the costs just started soaring. And uh, so we thought, you know, in addition to some of the concerns that we had heard from local residents, we thought maybe it would be better to find uh, a longer-term site and and maybe one that already had those kind of facilities uh, already in existence. Was that, I guess, pushback from the community the bigger worry? Well, certainly uh, we had heard loud and clear uh, that there were concerns about about that site. Um, The challenge we were facing is that there were a lot of existing encampments along the Strong Linear Park, and our model was very different. Our model was really providing 24-hour support and security uh, in in really a community setting. And uh, the city had said all along that uh, if our program set up at that location, then the other encampments would would have to be moved to another place in the city. Um, But we didn't really have, uh, I I think, a a good opportunity to talk about the benefits of our program. And and so uh, the message somewhat got lost, I think. Um, So we think... Stepping back, um, reviewing where would be a more appropriate site over the next uh, few months and then trying to get something started in, in hopefully early 2024 will will work for everybody. With any new location, there, there has to be a, I think, better public consultation process because that was one of the big bugaboos from a lot of people in the North End is that council seemed to have made this decision without their input. And that was the genesis, or at least the major thrust of their pushback. Wherever the next location is, can, can we talk about the public consultation process? And and do you imagine maybe multiple locations being in the mix? Well, I think over the long term, multiple locations will likely uh, be in the mix. And it really depends on how the, how the initial pilot project rolls out. But we do see this as, as an opportunity to help stabilize people who can access the traditional shelters for, for a variety of reasons. And, and maybe that's because they don't feel, uh, they feel unsafe there in some cases. Uh, they may be concerned about their health. They may want to uh, stay in a couple, and, and couples are, aren't generally uh, able to access shelters together, even, even people who own pets and, and who've been evicted and, and want to keep their pet but um, don't have any other place to go. Uh, so a tiny, a tiny home could work for, for those individuals, certainly. Um, in terms of the community consultation, yeah, I think everybody's learned lessons on this, and, and we need to do that due diligence um, and continue to engage the community up front. And I think, I think everybody's best intentions were to get these tiny 
homes up and running for this winter season. We know, you know, it's already getting cold out there. It's been quite cold this weekend. It's only going to get colder over the next few months. So council's hope, I think, was to, to get this up and running in time for winter. And, and that really precipitated the desire to, to find a location that this could get set up fairly quickly. And, and that was the strong location. But um, unfortunately, yeah, it, there was there was a lot of community pushback. So I think now that we have a little bit more time, we'll want to engage um, neighborhoods wherever wherever we're thinking of, uh, of the possibility. In our remaining 90 seconds, will the next location be in the lower city just because of all the other things that are needed around the location? And is the Tiffany Barton area maybe at the top of the list? Yeah, well, there, there's a few locations that are possibilities, but I can't I can't say right now uh, which individual sites will stand out. We're looking at a number. Um, we're we're talking to community partners, including Leuna, who are who are helping us look for some sites. So I think um, I, I think over the next few months we'll we'll take a good hard look at a number of locations, both in the lower city and and elsewhere, and and see what could work. Um, you'll know in um, in Waterloo region they they do have a tiny cabin community outside of the outside this urban area, and they have shuttle buses moving back and forth. So I, I don't know if that's a possibility or not, but we'll we'll look at all of these possibilities and, and engage the community and see what we come up with. Tom, thanks for your time once again. Good luck with this project. Thank you, Rick. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.